You're listening to the Wellington Mornings Podcast with Nick Mills from Newstalk ZB. As promised, let's get Wellington Moving Program lead Sarah Gardner joins us now. Good morning, Sarah, and thanks for joining us. Good morning. No problem. It's lovely to be with you. Great. Many retailers around the city, Sarah, have said you haven't listened to them. Do you agree with that? Look, I think that the, uh, there's been a lot of engagement. We have had engagement with business. Um, sometimes what happens with consultation is people have an understanding that consultation will mean consensus. Uh, and it doesn't always mean consensus. But certainly we have, and as a part of that, what you will see coming forward in the next week, two weeks, uh, is our support package and also the development of our business advice. And that, in recognition of the fact that it is important that we work with business, that we understand the impacts of our work on them, and that we do as much as possible to mitigate that. Does it concern you, Sarah, that you're hearing of your projects basically causing some people not to renew their leases, some people to close their businesses down, and some like that have been there for 130 years, we're talking about the pharmacy. Does that stop you from sleeping at night? Does that concern you? Well, of course those things are part of what we hear. Uh, on the flip side, we also hear from other businesses that they are very excited about the work that we're doing, that they see it as a very positive change and that they want us to get on with it. So... There are um, many views. I think everyone in, in Wellington has a view about let's get Wellington moving. So it's not really my role to comment on the circumstance of any individual business. But I do understand that change can be difficult. Um, and sometimes when you can't see into the future and there is uncertainty, that, uh, that means that people's risk, ap- risk appetite is different. Uh, and I do, um, I do have some empathy for those businesses that are making those big decisions. Would you personally sign a new lease right now in Courtney Place for 10 years at, at, at huge money, knowing what's going to happen over the next two years? So, uh, look, I'm, I'm not a business person, so, so you're probably asking the wrong person. But what I can say is that, uh, you know, there will be disruption over the next two, three years. Um, that disruption, though, won't be for a whole three years outside of one particular business. Uh, that will happen in stages. So, so you know, um, I think it would be incorrect to be thinking, oh, well, my business is going to be disturbed for three years. It won't be. Um, I also uh, think it's important to understand that uh, if you're talking a 10-year period, then when the work is done, the analysis that we've done shows that retail business will be better off to the tune of around $11 million a year. Can you guarantee businesses like Hamish Vance from Vance Vivian or myself even that there'll be access to our business for people to come and spend money continuously during the construction period? So there are two ways uh, in which we're going to look after that. The first is, in, in a construction contract, there are a number of things that need to be provided for. Wayfinding is very important and access uh, to business so that you can continue to operate is also very important. So you so are guaranteeing, things, sorry, Sarah, I've got to get this because there's a lot of people making huge decisions based on your decision. So I've got to get this question answered. So you will guarantee access to all businesses during the whole period of construction? So if, if you're It's a yes or no. It, it's a yes or no. It's a no, we can't. We've got to build stuff. Or yes, you, I will guarantee it. It's not so a... We are, 
we are working with our construction uh, contractors. They need to ensure that there is still access for deliveries and that there is still access for customers. Okay, so you are guaranteeing. That's, I mean, that's a relief. That's a good. That's a good story. So we'll go on for that. Can you keep telling? Can you keep or remind us why you want so badly to remove cars from the Golden Mile and people around that area? Uh, well. What we know is that when you create a space that is attractive and inviting for people to be, when you uh, minimise the amount of traffic in an area, people will come to that area, they will stay longer and they will spend more. But how do they get there if they've got three young kids and they want to go and buy something in town? Sure, I understand that. Uh, There will be, of course, car parks uh, in the vicinity of the Golden Mile. there will also, for those people that really need uh, access, there is a permit system. Um, so it's an authorisation system where uh, if you need access for a particular purpose, you can apply. So that's available to people. Um, also, is it, is it, sorry, Sarah, I've just, I'm, I know I'm re- being really rude, but I've got so many questions on, and you've got little time okay. and we've got little time. Uh, what about, what? how's that situation going to work? We're hearing of... Um, delivery people saying they've got to apply to get time to come and deliver. Is that correct? So there is an authorisation system and Wellington City staff are working up that uh, process at the moment. It's intended that it will not be uh, hugely onerous. Uh, you, you will be able to apply in different uh, for different things. So there might be uh, circumstances where there's a one-off uh, or there might be circumstances where uh, it, it doesn't work for your business for example, to because you need to use a larger vehicle uh, to use the side street uh, access that will be provided. So then you can apply so that you can have your over six metre vehicle going down the Golden Mile. Do you feel, honestly, that this is all going to work? Look, the international examples that we have looked to uh, and the way that this has been designed has really potential for success. So I think this will work. It is a change though and we all know in any circumstance that change can be difficult and it's hard sometimes to see what the future will look like. So I think that's why it's really important that we're stepping up the amount of information that we're going to be providing uh, between now and the construction period that we're bringing businesses closer into us in terms of the conversations we'll have, the business advisory committee, the business support package that we'll be releasing shortly. Can you tell us what that business support package is going to look like? So I can tell you that uh, the business support package is funded by the partners of the program. Uh, I also um, am aware uh, of some of the things that we'll do. So it's looking at things like um, how can we support business through the period where it's disruption for them? Thanks, Sarah. Um, Sorry, Sarah, but I have to go to the news. But I okay. appreciate, I absolutely appreciate you coming on the show and, and giving us your side of the story. For more from Wellington Mornings with Nick Mills, listen live to News Talks at Wellington from 9am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. 
We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.